Welcome to the Women Want Strong Men podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stuttle. I believe it takes a strong man to appreciate a strong woman, and I'm here to bring a unique perspective to empower both sexes. I love talking with health experts, thought leaders, influencers, and people who have insightful information to share with us about our health, our society, and our pursuit for success and prosperity. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today's podcast is going to be hot, steamy, spicy, call it whatever you want, but it's not for little ears. So if you have children in the car, now is the time to turn off this podcast and tune in another time. Today's guest is Susan Bratton, the intimacy expert to millions. She is a champion and advocate for all those who desire intimacy and passion. She is the co-founder and CEO of two corporations, Personal Life Media, a publisher of heart-connected love making techniques and bedroom communication skills, and The 20, a manufacturer of organic supplements that enhance sexual vitality. Susan is a best-selling author and publisher of 34 books and programs, including Sexual Soulmates, Relationship Magic, Revive Her Drive, Ravish Him, Steamy Sex ED, The Passion Patch, Hormone Balancing, and Hot to Trot. Susan has been featured in the New York Times and on CNBC and the Today Show, as well as frequent appearances on ABC, CBS, The CW, Fox, and NBC. Oh, Susan, I am super excited to have you on the show. I have been so looking forward to this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. My pleasure, Amy. I'm so happy to be here. And it's so cute how you sent me a list of the things that you wanted to talk about. And it was like, a mile long. <laughs> and I said, I'm not sure I get that done in less than an hour, Amy. <laughs> I know. So, so we already know you're going to have to come back on again. Which... Yeah, I'd be happy to. <laughs> yeah, we'll do the best we can do today. But yeah, that's one of the things about sexuality is that it's really a vast landscape. What I do, I'm not a therapist. I'm a publisher of passionate lovemaking techniques and a formulator of sexual vitality supplements. And really what I do is I, I create passionate lovemaking techniques, bedroom communication skills, and I also deal with sexual health and wellness because I found that those are really the three legs of the stool of ageless sexuality. Yes. Yeah, so let's just jump right in, okay, to sure. question number one. So what are the differences between what women and men want and need sexually? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of what I do, I'm an anatomy nerd and a physiology nerd and a hormone expert. And what I have noticed is that men have some competitive advantages sexually yep. that they think that women are like them and they're not. <laughs> and so they treat women the way they want to be treated, which that's the golden rule, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. But I think the platinum rule is more important. And I also think that we've been having more patriarchal sex, which was has been less satisfying to women. We've been having sex the way guys think sex should be had because they are the natural sexual leaders. But what I'd like to do is I'd like to explain like three or four things that when guys hear it, they're like, oh, that explains so much to me. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. The first one is that men have a daily bath of testosterone and women go on a 28-day cycle. And sometimes our testosterone is, is greater and sometimes it's less than our estrogen. And men are testosterone dominant. So it makes them horny because they get this testosterone every day. So they're kind of always ready to go. Women can be 
turned on and want sex, especially women with a healthy libido. And libido is the other side of the same coin of your general and overall health. If, if your libido is low, it's because there's something wrong in your mind and body, and that needs to be fixed. Because men are always ready to go, they rush sex. And men have as much erectile tissue as women do in our genitals. We have an equal amount of erectile tissue. But men have another competitive advantage, which is something called hemodynamics, which is blood flow. They have these really simple chambers where there's three chambers in their penis. And if you think about a banana as a penis, half of the banana is sticking out of their body and half is sticking in and down toward their testicles. And the chambers, those corpus cavernosum and spongiosum, they fill really quickly with blood because it's like a straight shot. So they get almost an instantaneous boner. Their boners happen fast if they're in good health. And they use things like Gaines Wave and penis pumping and PRPP shots and all of the things that are regenerative for men as they age, taking nitric oxide supplements, etc. And so once they get a heart on, they're like, let's just stick it in now. And the problem <laughs> is that for women, we have three erectile tissue networks too. We have the clitoral, the urethral, which sometimes is called a G-spot, but it's not a spot, it's a tube, long spongy tube like a pool noodle. And we have a, a perineal sponge on the floor of our vagina, between our vagina and our rectum. And because we have these three more buried erectile tissue systems, we need as much blood flow as men do to our pelvic bowl, but it takes us quite a bit longer to achieve full erectile function. And if we don't have erectile function, it, it, it's like having sex with a flaccid penis. We have a little tiny, small, shriveled thing that that isn't full of blood and full of vitality and pumping desire. And then it's small, so it sends less signals of pleasure to the brain, being the number one sex organ. And so for many women, men say, well, I'm not rushing sex. My wife is rushing sex because she wants to get it over with. Because there's, you know, she's like, okay, just stick it in and let's get it over with. And I say, you have to stand your ground on this and make her enjoy foreplay and in and get good at it, whether it's kissing, breast pleasuring, having her stroke your penis while you play with her breasts and kiss her, not just grabbing her by the genitals and expecting that to do anything because it doesn't do anything. You want to warm her up to the point where she wants you to touch her genitals. And then I call it the bullseye touch technique. You work from the outside in to the center. So you start with the mons and the outer labia and her groin and her belly and her little sweet cheeks. And then you do her labia themselves and maybe her inner labia, then maybe the clitoral hood and the vestibule, which is the opening. When you, when you peel back the inner labia, that opening is called the vestibule stroking down in there, not sticking your finger right on her clitoris right away, not sticking your finger right in her vagina. All of that is way too fast. A guy wants you to put your hand on his penis, your mouth on his penis immediately, but women do not want that. It is overwhelming for us, except when it's hot new sex with lots of new relationship energy and you're already turned on. But 
in a longer term relationship, you have to kind of bring your goal as a lover is to kind of bring blood flow to the pelvis and get her really turned on so that when you finally touch her and when you finally slowly penetrate her, not just go in like the stuff you see on porn, then she can really relax and enjoy and feel the pleasure of it. And then she can begin to have orgasms from intercourse, even without touching the tip of the clitoris. She can actually, all the tissue that's wrapped around her vagina is her erectile tissue structures. So it's basically like the banana is more like a donut around her vagina. And when it's all plump and filled with blood, so I keep going back to blood flow, blood flow, blood flow, blood flow. It's so important. That really helps women do what I call crossing the gasm chasm, the orgasm gap between how hard it is for her to come from intercourse and how easy it is for him to come from intercourse. He comes too fast. His biggest issue is stamina. And her biggest issue is not being able to have an orgasm from intercourse. That's where you mentioned before the show my thrust in time technique, thrust in time. Thrustintime.com is where you can download it. It's a free technique that I give away. That technique helps men last longer and helps women achieve orgasm from intercourse. And all women can have orgasms from intercourse. It's a learned skill. Couples can learn it together. And so I think those are some of the things where we have to start treating women like they need to be treated in the bedroom and knowing how slowly they engorge and giving them time to get turned on and making sure that they're really relaxed so they can climb the arousal ladder and having lots of foreplay is just a game changer for sex. And by sex, I mean intercourse, which is what most monogamous couples want to do. If they're not good at it and she doesn't want to do it, then she wants to stop having sex at all because she doesn't want it to lead to the things she's not enjoying. And so this is this is a really big thing to master is this orgasm from intercourse situation. So one, men, you hear how important foreplay is, okay? So take her advice, foreplay, foreplay, foreplay. And let's talk about orgasms. What are the different kinds of orgasms that I guess both men and women can have? Yeah, well, one of the things, you know, I said orgasm is a learned skill, and the human body can have over 20 kinds of orgasms. There's three basic categories of orgasm. There's the places to touch, touch my clitoris, touch my breasts and nipples. Uh, My throat can create orgasmic pleasure for me. My lips and neck can create orgasmic pleasure for me. There's play for a guy. It's, you know, a penis, my prostate. I can have blended orgasms. I can have full body male, multiple orgasms. I can have all kinds of orgasms. So there's those touching places. And then there's skills. There's orgasm techniques. So expanded orgasm, which is where you can you can come for a really long time and get them to be a stacking, increasing pleasure type of thing. And then there's female ejaculation for women. There's male multiple orgasm for men. These are things where when you know the techniques, they become very easy. And all women can ejaculate. If you think about how men ejaculate and urinate out of the urethra, canal at the end of their penis. Women do exactly the same thing. We ejaculate and urinate out of our urethral canal. It's just an innie rather than an outie. It's right above the vagina and below the clitoris in the vestibule. 
And it's not pee. Though the bladder may fill up with some fluid, it's a fluid that's created by turn-on. And just like a guy's not peeing in you when he comes, we're not peeing when we ejaculate. We can ejaculate buckets of fluid and then go pee in the toilet. There are a lot of researchers who have done research that I think is wrong and people are really misinformed and confused about it. Poor research, poor knowledge, lack of information, but that's the that's a like a technique. And then male multiple orgasm is a technique for men where they learn how to separate ejaculation and orgasm because they're separate systems in the body. They don't go together. Men just have conflated them like, oh, when I orgasm, I ejaculate. And that is one kind of orgasm, ejaculatory orgasm, but it's only one of 20 kinds of orgasms. And then there's Also, another technique is erotic hypnosis, like basically orgasming on verbal command. That can be learned. That's a part of hypnosis. And then there's tools and objects of desire. And whether that's you get off on a woman dressed in latex or it's a sex toy you use during lovemaking or what have you, there are a lot of tools that generate orgasms as well. And so you can learn to have all of these different kinds of orgasms. I certainly have. I call myself an orgasmonaut. I'm an astronaut that goes to the far reaches of outer space and comes back and says, here's the map to the territory. Here's how you get there. Here's how you create these orgasms. One of the things I did last year was something called Come With Me, the 20 Kinds of Orgasms, where I described how to have every single one of them on my website at personallifemedia.com. You can just use the search box and type in Come With Me, and you'll get all the 20 kinds and how exactly to do them. So, Your sex life can keep getting better your whole life long. At 61, I'm having the best sex of my life. I'm the most orgasmic I've ever been. And because I use sexual regenerative treatments and practices with my vulva, my vulva is like super lush and very responsive and super healthy and just absolutely gorgeous. And my (laughs) partner's penis is unbelievably hard and firm and long and big and beautiful and veiny and responsive. And it has a really decent refractory period for a man in his 60s. So you can keep good care of your equipment and have better and better sex as you age because you increment your knowledge and sex is all just learned skills. We're not born knowing any of it. We can figure out how to make a baby But what I like to say is I teach you how to transform having sex into making love. And that's a lifelong pursuit. So let's talk about one of your techniques, the thrust in time. Sure. The one that you just mentioned. Explain what that is, because we do see some patients at Victory that have some issues with premature ejaculation or men that just want to go longer. And this technique seems to maybe address that and then also pleasure the female. Yeah, it does. Right. This is the technique for which I probably get the most positive emails and DMs with the most exclamation points of joy. (laughs) I have helped so many women come from intercourse for the first time. So as I said, guys have trouble lasting long enough. Guys always want to last longer. And women struggle to have orgasms from intercourse. And this technique takes care of both of those problems. And the way that it works is it's an ancient Taoist practice that I've upgraded for the 21st century. And essentially, you start off 
consciously uncompetent. As you practice it over time together with your partner, you get better and better at it until you're unconsciously competent at it. And the way that it works is it's a 10 count. And basically, for the first few times you do it, you're counting in your head. And you're counting in a 10 count where there's two different kinds of strokes that you're doing. One of the strokes I would call the short and shallow stroke. The other stroke is the long and deep stroke. Both of them are very slow. You can warm up and go faster later, but at the beginning, the goal is to really connect your heart to your penis and use your penis as a tool of love that you can really feel inside her every particle of your skin is feeling every particle of her skin when you're inside her. You're very present. You're very aware. You're very feeling. It's not just this kind of mindless piston type of intercourse. And the 10 count goes like this. It goes nine shallow, short, not deep, but slow strokes with one long, deep, languorous, heart-connected stroke, and then eight short, shallow strokes, slow, and then two nice, long, deep strokes inside her, and then seven shallow, teasing, pleasurable strokes at the entrance to her vagina, and then three super nice feeling every molecule of skin of your penis and her vagina sliding together, connecting in love. And then it goes to six short, shallow strokes. You might speed it up a tiny little bit. And then you give her four really nice, deep strokes. And you're looking her in the eyes and you're telling her how beautiful she is and how much you love her and how sexy she is and how good she feels to you and how good you want her to feel. And then you just keep doing that until you go down to nine deep strokes and one short stroke. And then you can start it over again, or you can switch it up to any number of my other intercourse techniques. But what I found is by the time you get to four and five or five and four, she's going to have an orgasm. And she may have her first orgasm from intercourse. The counting and the being present are a practice because the counting and the being present require you to really bring your mind game, your real mindset to this. And orgasms and sex very are a mindfulness practice. Women especially, because we're estrogen dominant, one of the other problems that we have where guys have a competitive advantage is that it's very easy for guys to be single focused because testosterone is full speed ahead on a goal. And so when you're having sex, you're having sex. You're not doing anything else. That's what you're doing. You are having sex. But a woman, she it takes her a while to get into her body and to to let go of everything that's on her mind because essentially estrogen is the molecule of safety 
Because women are prey and men are predators in the grand scheme of things, though our guys were not predators, most of them, but some are. And so women are always wary. We get the STI impact. We have to worry about contraception. We just have a lot on our minds in addition to the fact that estrogen makes us worried about body image. For us to really let go and surrender, we need you to be present with us to keep us in our bodies. And then the strokes are really helpful because they toggle the nervous system from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic. And just when she's getting the fourth deep, long stroke and she wants the fifth, oh my God, you're back to the short strokes. And you're like, and then she's like, oh, 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 oh. It really helps her come. And that's super exciting for guys because guys would give up their own pleasure for her pleasure. And he they love to make us come. So the better we come, the more of a gift we give them. And so that makes us better lovers as well. So you mentioned how beautiful your husband and your genitalia is. And you're yeah. kind of known as like a sexual biohacker. So I'm kind of curious some of the things that you're doing. I'm assuming some... O-shot, P-shot, you mentioned gains wave or just shockwave therapy. Walk me through what you're doing. Well, my husband uses a vacuum erection device, a penis pump called the Whopper. And the Whopper is an FDA class two medical grade penis pump. It's not a novelty item from the store, the adult store. And it was funny because a guy just emailed me and he was like, well, school's still out on whether penis pumps really work. And I'm like, uh, dude, I don't know what school you're going to, but in my school, I've graduated magna cum loudly in, in, in erection devices. I literally wrote the book on pumping. It's called The Pumping Guide. It's at pumpingguide.com. And guys don't have good results because they do the following things. They buy a piece of crap device, number one. And I mean, the Whopper is $200. It's not like it's even expensive, but they just don't know it's, a, it's available. So they, right. buy, they buy a shitty device. They use it wrong. They pump too hard. They bruise their dick. They abandon it. They don't know how to pump, rest, pump, rest. They don't trap the blood in at the end of the pumping session. I mean, they're just like basically doing everything wrong. They're like, let's go level, level 11 because I can take <laughs> it, you know, because they're <laughs> testosterone dominant. So they're like dumb shits and they try to do everything <laughs> to, you know, as big as they can. They can't help themselves. And so guys that have had bad experiences and then they follow my protocol with the Whopper are like, oh my God, this is like night and day. Within 13 weeks, you can see um, just pumping two times a week. You can see, and you need to give yourself rest days. Some guys, they just pump right. every day and they're like, why does my dick hurt? And it's like, oh, dude. So... You follow the protocol, you use the right pump, you do it in the right procedure, you make sure you take your nitric oxide supplements, and you make sure you take a daily vitamin mineral complex because you have to have things like boron to uncouple from the testosterone protein so that you get free testosterone. You need vitamin D, A, K. There's certain things that you need, certain minerals that you need for the recovery from the pumping because the pumping is basically hormesis. It's stretching the skin and dividing the cells and making things grow and knocking plaque off the penile arteries and all kinds of things. Pumping, I think, ground zero is nitric oxide and a daily vitamin. You've got to start with that. 
by the time you're 50, you have half the nitric oxide you, you used to. And that's why my sexual vitality supplements are the ones that I make. I make an organic nitric oxide supplement from fruit and vegetables, not a Chinese vat of corn syrup that's converted through a bacterial fermentation process that still has all the pesticides in it. That's nitric oxide. And also it's citrulline based, which for men over 40 is really, guys need, women too, women need nitric oxide as much as men. By the time we're 50, we have half what we had when we were 20. So we need to top our stores up, especially if you don't eat leafy green vegetables and beetroot. I cook beetroot every single week and we eat it multiple nights a week. And I'm constantly making leafy green and green vegetables because that's the nitrates that turn into nitrites that turn into nitric oxide. The other thing is men take mouthwash, antibacterial that kills off the thing that converts it into nitrates. So those are kind of ground zero things, good oral health, good microbiome, eating nutritious vegetables, working out and getting your blood flowing because blood flow to the pelvic bowl is the single most important thing. Then nitric oxide and supplement and vitamin, daily vitamin mineral complex, a methylated B vitamin, not a shitty folic acid yeah. crappy <laughs> vitamin. And then the penis pump for men. And for women, I like the V-Fit Gold. V-Fit Gold is an intravaginal device, and a lot of guys buy these for their wives. If you go to joylux.com slash Susan, they, I am such a champion for them. They have a special page for me where they give you a whole bunch of bonus items that go with it, like the wipes and the photon gel and things like that. The V-Fit Gold is an intravaginal, it goes inside the vagina, photobiomodulation, red light therapy, with oh, yeah. warmth and vibration that recollagenates, tightens and tones the vagina and makes the vagina have thicker tissue because it tends to get thin as we age and lose estrogen. So those are the two things, the pump, the Whopper, and the V-Fit Gold are like the next thing. And then if you have the money, go out and get the Gains Wave or the Femi Wave. It's the acoustic wave or shockwave technology that sends deep waves into the tissue, the penile tissue, the prostate, everything like that. And for women, it goes into our pelvic bowl. So we have good muscles to hold everything up so we don't get prolapsed organs, as well as in our urethral area so we don't get urinary incontinence, as well as in our vaginal area and our labia and our clitoris. It stimulates new tissue growth because we have atrophy just like men. And so we have the, the Whopper and the V-Fit Gold. Then we have the Gains Wave and the Femi Wave. Those sit on good supplementation, nutrition, and exercise. And then from there, to me, the frosting on the cake, if you will, of this biohacking stack of synergistic regenerative treatments is PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma, which comes from your own blood. It's taken out. You get a vial of blood. Your doctor takes it out. And there's lots of doctors who do this. You can look up the O-Shot directory and the, and the P-Shot directory and find doctors who both administer the Gainswave, FemiWave, and the O-Shot, P-Shot. If you can find one person who does both, that's your person who's that's dedicated. <laughs> that's you. When you find that person, that's who you need to go to because they are thinking about the whole regime generative stack. They're not just, oh, I have a shockwave device, I'm going to use it or whatever. These are people who are really studying sexual regenerative treatments. And so I'm really glad that you're doing that. 
And the PRP is so great because what it does is it takes the growth and healing factors from your own blood. If you cut yourself, what heals you? What comes from your blood? Oxygen and healing factors that stitch that tissue and regrow that tissue. That's what we're doing is we're concentrating that into a very tiny little needle using lidocaine so you don't even feel it and then injecting it into the penile structure, injecting it into the clitoral area and the G-spot area and any other little part of her vagina that hurts. Oh, did the vagina get torn during childbirth? Let's put some PRP there. Oh, is she having urinary incontinence? Let's get that up into the urethral sling. Oh, did she have some rough sex and hurt the top left quadrant of her mons and labia? Let's put some PRP in there and break up that scar tissue and fix that so it doesn't hurt her. And so these are things that are very much like spot treatments, but then because it's erectile tissue that the needle's going into and putting in all these growth factors, the erectile tissue is like <laughs> sucking it in and expanding it all. And then the gains wave and femi wave and the pump are all things that are basically they're doing hormesis, which is they're doing slight bits of damage. And then when the PRP goes in, it turbocharges the repair. And when you turbocharge the repair, you're getting an even better effect from the acoustic wave treatments that you get. So that's the frosting on the cake. And then there's a cherry on top. And the cherry on top is exosomes. These are the vesicles from stem cells. And exosomes can be done with PRP. And they essentially, they're like the nitro rocket blaster that takes your body's PRP. If you're 50 years old, you've got X amount of growth factors, not as good as when you were 25. But when you turbocharge them with exosomes, then you're really bringing in healing and growth. You wait about 90 days after your gains wave, your femi wave, your P shot, your O shot, your exosomes, and you will see an incredible difference. You'll have a return to sensitivity. You'll feel more pleasure You'll be able to come better and more intensely and harder and more satisfyingly. You'll be, you will get firmer erections. You'll get a better clitoral erection. Everything will just be working. It's like if you're 60, you'll feel like, oh my God, this is how it used to feel when I was 30, but I come so much better now because I've learned so many ways to come at 60. And so I love it. Well, I love hearing your take on it because we offer all those things that you just mentioned, wave therapy, yep. nitric oxide, the P shot, the pump. We use a you know medical grade pump, which I think uh, we're going to have to start recommending your pump guide. I have to read that. So yeah. that's that's really cool that you've written that because you're exactly right. People think more is more is more is more. And yeah. you know, you really need to follow the directions on that. So yeah. you have something called the sexual bucket list. Yes. And you have some of your clients take that. I guess that's how you've gathered this information. And I'm curious what you're discovering uh, by having men and women do that. What is sitting at the top of the bucket list? I'm so glad you asked me that. Yeah, it's really interesting. One of the things that I've realized that people want from me is they want ideas for sexy, fun times together. They want techniques, but they also want just fun ideas. And so after doing this for 20 years and coming up with a lot of fun ideas, I created the Sex Life Bucket List. It's at sexlifebucketlist.com. It's a free download. It's a PDF. And you can download it if you want to print it out. You can print it out. If you're lucky enough to have a partner, 
print one out for your partner. And then you go through it and there's 48 different sexy fun time ideas. Everything from mutual masturbation to trying PT-141 peptides for an aphrodisiac. There's like all these fun things that you would have never thought of yourself. And or things that you're like, I've always wanted to try that, but I never really have gotten to do it yet. And you look at the 48 items and you mark them A, B, or C. A is this is definitely going on my bucket list. Oh yeah, I want to do that. (laughs) B is, you know, it wouldn't go on my bucket list, but if it was on my partner's bucket list, I would totally do it with them. I am totally open to doing it. And then C's are, it's not for me right now. Because I say never say never with your sex life because it's part of your maturation. It's part of your personal growth. And as you do it, you want to try new things and things that you used to look at it and go, why the hell would anybody want to get spanked? <laughs> and then you're like, all of a sudden, you're like, I think spanking's my freak. <laughs> you know? It's like 10 years later and you're like, oh, it turns out I really like a spanking. <laughs> so you go through the 48 and then your partner does. And then you basically go through a prioritization of all your A's. Like these are my top of my list. These are the ones that I'd like to do. And then you share your list with your partner or you do these things yourself. Because if you are single, you can still do 95% of the things on the bucket list. There's a mostly it's just sex positions you can't do. Almost everything else you can do yourself with solo pleasuring and all kinds of stuff. So then you have this fun list of things that you want to try. You get the things you need to have those experiences. You schedule a sex date with your partner. Okay, today we're going to do mutual masturbation. And then you do that and you have the experience of it. It increases your communication skills. It increases your new relationship energy. It expands your joy and pleasure and it deepens your connection. So that's the sex life bucket list and I hope you'll do one. And here's what women say and here's what men say. Women say, number one, I wanna have an orgasm from intercourse. Number two, and I'm like thrust in time. And then number two, I want to learn how to have female ejaculation. That's women's number two. And I say, okay, well, at femaleliquidorgasm.com, I get you started. There is a whole guide there that's free, and you can buy the program and watch the videos and learn the techniques, and it goes way beyond what guys are seeing in porn. I do not recommend doing that. So I think it's very, very important to get really good instruction, and I've taught over 3,000 women how to squirt through that program. It's just a really great way to go. So men, what men say is, I want to do whatever's on her list, number one, (laughs) which is so great about guys. Guys are so good that way. They really want to make sure we're pleasured and satisfied. Then number two for them is they want to learn how to become male, they want to learn how to have male multiple orgasms. They want to become multi-orgasmic so that they have what's called ejaculatory choice. They can decide when to ejaculate. It doesn't have to go along with their orgasm. They can have a bunch of orgasms and then ejaculate when she begs them to. And then number three on their bucket list is prostate orgasms. Men are finally getting over themselves and realizing that their whole body is beautiful and important and pleasurable. And they're learning about prostate orgasms. And my favorite way for guys to learn how to have them is to use a prostate tool. 
And my favorite toy is called the Plex, P-L-E-X from Hot Octopus, because it's a vibrating P-Spot toy that has a remote control. And so she can have the remote control in her hand and slowly take him up while she's pleasuring his penis with her hands and mouth at the same time and give him blended P-Spot orgasms. And guys are really interested in it now. Finally, things are, the tides are turning and men are just more open to expanding their own orgasmic capacity. So those are what are on the top of people's lists. So do you take personal clients or do you, uh, you don't take any personal clients? No, I'm not a therapist. I'm an author of passionate lovemaking techniques. If somebody reaches out to you, you kind of point them in the right direction of some of your stuff's free. Some of the books are on, you can find them on the normal sites, right? Like Apple, pay to download them, correct? Well, here's what I do. I answer every, so I have an email newsletter and mostly people get onto my email newsletter. And then if they reply to any email they get from me, I get the reply and I answer them. And I just answer for free. I don't charge for answers because nine times out of 10, I'm like, oh, here, this explains all of that. Oh, I wrote an article on that. Here, watch this video at betterlover.com. Do this thing, do that thing, or here's the thing. And then what I do is I take all those emails that I get and the really good ones, I turn them into what I call mailbags. And I write out, I make them not personally identifiable, but I write out what I would recommend based on their question. And then I send it out to everybody because everybody's like, oh, that was an interesting one. (laughs) So I'm kind of like a dear Abby of sex in that way where I, you know, I answer your questions for you gratis because I don't see clients at all one-on-one because all of my stuff is made for everyone to access everywhere in the world. And that's much more scalable and I can help more people. Okay. Very cool. Do you have any sex therapists that you work with or that you refer to now that there you can do most of the stuff virtually? I do. What I tell people to do is go to asect.org, A-A-S-E-C-T.org. That's the American Association of Sexuality Educators and Therapists. And you can look up their profiles by zip code, or you can just look up their profiles and see who you like and work with them over Zoom. But you'd be surprised how few people use sex therapists. The two people I refer out to most are therapists and urologists, because guys are constantly, I don't mind if guys send me pictures of their dick and ask me questions. I just, I don't mind it. It helps me learn more about it. Women don't send me pics as much or ask me like medical questions, but men are constantly like, what's this thing on my balls? (laughs) Does my dick look weird? I think I hurt myself. What is this? You know, like, what do I do about this growth? Do you think these are pearly penile papules? I'm like, yes, they are. (laughs) How do I fix it? What do I do? And so many times, I mean, like maybe sometimes multiple times a day, I say to the guy, you have to go to a urologist, dude. You gotta go see a doctor. (laughs) They do not like to go see doctors, as you know. Right, right. It's so hard to get them there. I bet I have so many listeners right now or, or patients that are listening that are like, oh my God, can I please go to dinner with her (laughs) and talk talk to her? Okay, so you believe that sexuality is the seat of a woman's power and purpose if we cultivate it. it. What do you mean by that? Well, I think that when a woman is... Okay, so have you, do you have some girl, I know you have some girlfriends, Amy. You have some girlfriends who are like jittery and they're high strung and they're anxious. When you go to dinner with them, they're the one that knocks the water over or drops their silverware. They're the ones that are like agitated. 
I really feel like those are the women that aren't getting enough orgasms. They're not having enough sex. I think that sex and orgasms calm you down. They ground you. They reboot your nervous system. They connect you with yourself. They clear your mind. They reboot everything. And they make you feel more confident and in control. And so I really feel like a good sex life is not only something where when you're making love and you're just like letting your imagination flow, you come up with the creative solutions to your problems. You feel beautiful and loved and connected with, and it just, it fuels you. It grounds you and it fuels you and it taps you into the greater good. And so that's why I think sex is one of those things that, like, I think that it would be super helpful if people would get off of anti-anxiety and depression medicines by having way more great sex and good nutrition and a really good microbiome. What would be like your number one tip for the men listening that are like, I've got to get my wife wanting sex more? What would you say, like the one or two things that they could take away, like where to start? Sure. Well, one of my most popular selling programs is a program called Revive Her Drive. It's at reviveherdrive.com. On that website, I have three free reports that really help men see what mistakes they've been making and understand their wife and what they need to do. And if your wife has never wanted to have sex with you from the day that you got married, I cannot help you. Do not waste your time go see a therapist at asect.org. If your wife used to love to have sex with you and she stopped, it's probably because you were treating her like a man by accident, asking for sex, begging for sex, cajoling for sex, getting pissed because you didn't get sex, trying to do honeydews for sex, you know, all of these (laughs) things and trying all these strategies. And that's not what she wanted. The guys are listening going, shit, shit, shit. (laughs) You've done all those. Of course, guys do that. This is what you, you know, you're trying, you're a problem solver, you're a fixer, you're trying to do it. Basically, there's four steps back. I call them the four elements of revival. Reviver Drive is a really, really well-crafted program because it's mostly audios you can listen to very privately wherever you are and whatever you're doing that kind of clue you into what it is you were doing wrong and how to do it right. And when you're trying to get your wife to want you for sex again, what I do is I teach you how her operating system works so you know that, but you have to go back to romancing her again. And the problem is that when you're not getting laid, you're pissed. You have victimhood and anger. And so the thought of romancing her and like, oh, great, one more date night where I'm not going to get laid That is really hard to get over. So I help you get over that by understanding where you're going and why that's just you're setting the foundation again of connection that she needs that's gone missing because you're so pissed at her. So romancing her and then I teach you how to essentially touch her body sensually, not to get sex because she's been avoiding you, maybe even sleeping in the other room. She doesn't come sit on your lap anymore. She doesn't come up and kiss you. She's avoiding your touch. So how do you get her? And it's kind of like training a puppy. So I teach you how to do that. Get her to want your touch again, because you've disconnected it from getting some. 
So she knows it's safe to enjoy the pleasure of being held by you and being touched by you. Then the third piece of it is essentially seduction. And by seduction, one of the things that I publish is um, a series of three ebook audiobooks called the Seduction Trilogy. It's at seductiontrilogy.com, and there's a free report there. I always give free things so you can learn about stuff. It's called More Sex More Often. And what that does is it teaches you how to make very small offers to your wife, because what you've been doing is asking for sex. And remember, you've got testosterone, you're a horn dog, your dick is hard, you're ready to go, and she's like on a 28-day cycle, it could be God knows when, you haven't touched her forever in a way not to get sex, and like, she's just like, does she want sex? No, she does not want sex. What she wants is all the other things you haven't been doing that make her want sex. And so I teach you how to run her a menu of small offers and what are they and how do they work and why does it work? And what I tell guys is, and then the fourth one is, and I'll I'll come back to that. The fourth one is advanced sexual mastery techniques, like my bullseye touch, understanding how to get her turned on understanding how to get her body grounded and connected and get her out of her head, understanding some of the orgasm skills and oral skills, advanced sexual mastery techniques that no one taught you that work on a woman's body and make it so that she's keeps being like, well, now I want this and now I want this. You get her on that upward pleasure spiral and then all of a sudden she's like, horny all the time and wanting, she's got to get a boyfriend because you're her husband. You can't even satisfy her enough. (laughs) That's where you want to go with her. And that is her potential. And you can get her there. But the thing that I tell guys is two things. Number one, you're going to take a couple of steps forward and every once in a while there'll be a step back and you cannot take it as criticism. You cannot take it as rejection. It's just there's patterns to be broken because you didn't know what you didn't know. You got to focus on what the wins are. You got to keep on going. And what I do is I essentially, I give them the house, like construction, where I give them the framework. I give them the systems. I give them the strategies. I've got the plumbing in. I've got the HVAC in. I've got all in it, but I don't have the colors on the walls. I don't have the flooring. I don't have the countertops because your white is one of the snowflakes of variety, and you know her better than I do. So when I tell you to do a thing, and I give you three or four ideas of how to do it, you've got to pick the one you think is going to resonate with her because you know her better than I do. So it's a process where we do it together over this series of audios and very short ebooks that helps build a guy's confidence and tell him all the things he didn't know so he can move forward and get his wife back in his arms again, jumping up and down on his dick in bed. That's what you want. That girl (laughs) using his tool for her pleasure, going crazy, coming like crazy. And that's heaven for a man. Well, you are a wealth of knowledge. I know that (laughs) the listeners and our patients are going to be totally obsessed with this podcast. And I think when we have you on again, we should, I should take uh, questions from our listeners and patient base. And then we know kind of like your Dear Abby concept, we'll just ask them anonymously and, and let you answer. I can get them to you ahead of time. So that way you kind of know what, what the questions are. 
I love Q&A and let me get you set up with a lifetime VIP account and access to all my programs. Steamy Sex Ed, The Reviver Drive, The Female Liquid Orgasm, The Expander Orgasm Tonight, The Seduction Trilogy, all that stuff. I'll give that to you and then send you the supplements as well so that if you want to look at any of that stuff for yourself, that might spur you for some questions too. Awesome. Well, I Good. appreciate your time and thank you so much for being here. And I'm going to, for My the pleasure. listeners, I'm going to attach all of all of her stuff into our show notes so you can find her and and we can go from there. Thank you again, Susan. Thank you, Amy. 